Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, we're back. It's the uh, Hot Day edition of the Laurie and Julia Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Holly Roberts is in full free. Yes, she is. All right, gang, here's the deal. All right, so I have mixed feelings about this young, extremely talented songwriter and musician. Mm-hmm. Her her initials are T.S. Hmm. Hmm, what could that be? I, I wonder no what idea. that could be. Could it be Taylor Swift? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. of course it is. Okay. <laughs> of course it is. All right. You're having some issues with Taylor Swift. All right, so last night she kicked off her world tour um, in... Yesterday we talked about the shenanigans that are going on with Ticketmaster, which is parent companies, Live Nation, which are the producer of a show. They're hiding the resale tickets to seem like the shows are selling out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Just manipulating ticket sales shenanigans, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now today, she kicks off her tour, and if we would just go back a little while, I believe Kanye West called her as something biatch something in one of his songs, which started this feud between Kanye West and Taylor Swift again, because Taylor Swift said he never checked that out with me before he put that in his song. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Kim Kardashian had what we will call the receipts, which was an audio recording of Kanye West talking to Taylor Swift. Yes. And it was an actual video. So we got the visual too of Kanye in the studio. Talking to Taylor Swift, her approving him using this language in his song, which she denied, denied vehemently. Right. Vehemently. (laughs) Okay. So then Taylor Swift was exposed. And this was a bad time for her because she was doing that fake dating thing with Tom Hiddleston. Yes, they had that 4th of July yes. party with Tom Hiddleston, I Heart TS. Yeah, yeah. it was just... So it was just kind of an interesting period for Taylor Swift. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Very okay. much so. so that now, was the most Minnesota interesting I've heard all day. Wasn't that lovely? It was lovely. So then last night at her... Um, her concert tour that kicked off in Glendale, Arizona, right outside of Phoenix. Um, she talks to her fans about a low point. Um, she channeled the audience and said she wants to talk about a low point in her life. A couple years ago, someone called me a snake on social media and it caught on. Hmm. Or liar, whatever. Yeah. And then a lot of people called me a lot of names on social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I went through some really low times. I'm talking about Taylor Swift, if you're, you're just joining us. And then I went through some really low times for a while because of it. I went through some times when I didn't know if I was going to get to do this anymore. But I guess the snakes, I wanted to send, and I guess the snakes, dot, 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 I wanted to send a message to you guys that if someone uses name calling to bully you on social media and even if a lot of people jump on board with that, that doesn't have to beat you. It can strengthen you instead. Okay? 
That's what Taylor okay. Swift said last night at her concert. This was at last night at her concert. Okay. So basically, she's bringing up the whole thing. Yes. She's using the snake emojis that Kim Kardashian used a couple years ago to say, you're a lying snake kind of thing, basically. And she was busted. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like she is using it to all of her, you know, to make herself seem holier than now because... There's photos of her giant stage and, you know, she came out with the snake microphone. Yes. So she says, I'm going to embrace the snake. Mm-hmm. I'm going to embrace this. But yet she's talking about being bullied and then yet she's continues to proliferate this bullying. And there's huge snakes that pop up from the stage oh, in her right? stage. And it's just all about. So she's saying that she was bullied by being called a snake, yet she is embracing the snake iconography and saying that, yeah, I am a snake. So it's two different messages, and that's what you're taking issue with. What just what is she? Yeah. Well, and also... It's a 30-foot cobra. When you got called out on social media by Kim Kardashian, I would argue that that wasn't necessarily bullying. That was... Telling the truth. Telling the truth. Because you were telling a lie. Yes. And Kim was correcting the facts. Yes. That was the receipt. That is. Being shown. Right. I would say probably so she's uh, then our, manipulating this yeah, to work in her defense. Well, of course, because it, well, and it's all part of the narrative. Because if we know Taylor Swift, she likes to create a story about her personal life. And at this time, she's not working the angle first. She was using the narrative of her love life. You know, all the guys yeah, that she yeah. was dating and writing those cryptic songs. And then she was over that narrative. So then she moved on to being the empowered woman with the squad. And she had her fr- like t- 12 supermodel friends that would right. all go around together. Right. She's moved on from that and yep. then now it's the empowered woman who's going to stand up against the bullying and she's going to embrace being the snake that she wasn't bullied i know she wasn't bullied mm, not really no, no. it was the truth was and, out. and yeah. so that's the part yeah. that i think she continues to perpetuate this lie mm-hmm. yeah well it's it's this persona that she's created for herself now she could make i couldn't see the argument that subsequently after kim called her out then she other people latched on and then they maybe bullied her after that sure, in the aftermath sure, sure, of that. Sure. But I mean, I know it was just oh, like, I oh, just, she just called you out on that. Taylor, I know, and you I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. All yeah. right. So anywho, there's Taylor yeah. Swift. There's Taylor giant Swift. snakes on stage. Mm-hmm. They're coming to the Twin Cities. Yeah, we'll cares. be able to see. <laughs> Donnie's keeping it blunt. <laughs> keeping well, it, keeping right. it blunt. Isn't, keeping she it at, isn't she at U.S. Bank Stadium too? Yeah. I mean, yes. people went to that. You know, the sound there is not on. It's uh, not good. Unless you're down on the floor. Unless you it's, get it's a bad. premier ticket. And yeah. so my friend last week bought, she bought a ticket to be in the um, the pit. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. to what show? To Kenny Chesney. Mm-hmm. So she went there and they said, you can't come in this store. So then she's walking and it was raining last Saturday night. You can't come in this store. And then she finally at the third door said, I'm not leaving. I have a special ticket. You need to let me in. She says, I'm just standing here. And they finally let her in to the pit and there's no restrooms. I mean, there's no way to get to a restroom. The restroom situation is an issue. Oh, the signage. We remember, we recall the signage to the bathrooms at U.S. Bank Stadium. Has that issue been resolved since the Super Bowl? No. Oh, I thought they raised them. 
I don't think, I don't know, but my friend said she couldn't find a bathroom. And once you break the seal and she says, and they give you, you know, if you buy a beer, it's, you know, 32 ounces, like the big gulp. And she (laughs) said, the seal was broken. There was nowhere to pee. Yeah. And it's going to cost you like $20 or something. So you have to drink all of it. And then she, oh no, your friend broke the seal. How did she deal with it? I don't know. Oh well, I hope she was. That she was kind of upset okay about spe- spending all the money and no one knowing where the pit was. Yeah, and she, she had a hard time with that. So anyway, that's what you get, I guess, for buying good tickets. <laughs> that's what you right? get. Right. That's what you get, and you don't mm-hmm. throw a fit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So other things that are happening, I just want to know. I know you guys don't watch this, but I wish you would. The Royals on E! is so good this year. Elizabeth Hurley is so snarky good. Well, she's campy. She's like... This show is so mini good. Mini Joan Collins. Yeah. That's she how tot- I see her at this she point. She totally is, and Joan Collins plays her mother on this. Yes. So if you've never... And the arrangement, which, you know, is loosely based on the $10 million contract that Katie Holmes got from Tom Cruise to marry her. Mm-hmm. And it just plays out. It's just fascinating how that's playing out. On TV. These are two good shows on E, people. Oh. Soapy shows on E. Are they being renewed? Well, I think they on? both are. They're on, but their arrangement's only in season two, so you can catch up on that one. And, and they're the Royals, both Sunday nights, right? Yeah. And they're scripted, and they Sunday only night. have like eight episodes a season, so it's really doable. Fun fluff. It's fun fluff, and then I just watched the Unreal um, finale last night. <gasps> well, oh, that done tight. Well, that show, I feel, has very limited seasons, too. It does. Outlander has been renewed through season six on Stars. Six. Six. It's so good. Well, there were so many books in that series. That is true. There were so many books. I read one, and they're horny, horny books. I mean, (laughs) they are. As is the show. Yeah. I mean, they have so much sex going on in this world and the world before and the next one over. Just get ready to dry hunt the couch when you're watching it, right? Honestly. It is very, very, very much Aww. that way. It was, it's much. And then Meghan Markle's wax figure. Have we posted that on our website? I did. Donnie? I, 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 it was so good. I thought, is that a wax figure or it's, her photo? It's one is, of the best ones we've it seen. Is. It, is. it is. This is legit. Yeah, it's right on, and it's on the homepage too, next to Prince Harry on mytalk1071.com. I thought that the picture, Donnie, that you included with our preparation today was actually Meghan Markle. Yeah, it's so good. No, yeah, because I, I sometimes I, mean, I have been to Madame Tussauds. So have I. Oh, that's and, her wax figure. And holy, I mean, there is artistic room for interpretation on Absolutely. some of those wax figures. Absolutely, but it's really, it is it's really quite cool. good. Oh All right, we've got the Dirt Alert. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, we've got Elizabeth Reese with us with her lovely bright red lipstick. She's gorgeous. How are you, honey? Dick. Hello. I love the lipstick. I love the red lips, my friends. I do. It's like yes. a T Swift classic, and I I like it too. It does always make you feel a little more pulled together. You know, when I was a news reporter, yeah, here at KSTP, in between my morning live shots. My mom, who's from Texas, would text me and oh, be like, I'm sure, you need more lips. <laughs> oh, no. I already know this because I used to do this to my mom. She mom, would be like, you need Good more job. lips. Looking great. Maybe just put a little more lipstick on. Oh, oh yeah. Mom. This no, is the I, Texan. Mom. This is the Texan. Just fluff no. up your hair a little bit. Oh, no. I totally can't. And then just put a little more lipstick on. <laughs> okay, thanks, Mom. Working uh, on it. Love you. Um, I have to talk to you about this Chris Brown situation. Have you talked about this? No, have we have Have you been haven't. discussing this? Have you been no. holding it for me? Uh-huh. I'm Please glad tell us. Because I'm going to go through the dirty, disgusting details of this big time lawsuit with Chris I Brown. I saw the headlines and mm-hmm. I just wanted to pretend it's not happening. This is exactly how I felt, Julia. Yeah. And then I saw the headlines after headlines and I thought, I can't ignore this. So I'm just going to try to tell the story to you in as best of a way as I can. 
Chris Brown is being sued and Gloria Allred is representing the woman who is suing Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. So this is a big deal. Okay. Um, this woman who's going by the name Jane Doe uh, hired Gloria Allred and Gloria Allred said during a news conference today, this is one of the most horrific sexual assault cases she has ever seen. Mm. Did Chris Brown do it? Well, Chris Brown was allegedly involved. And I mean, allegedly, this isn't, there's no criminal charges here. This is Gloria Allred's client filing a civil suit against Chris Brown. Mm -hmm. Chris Brown being sued by a woman who claims that she was raped at his house by one of his friends and uh, forced to perform oral sex on another woman who was having her time of the month at that Mm -hmm. time. Um, the alleged victim is suing as a Jane Doe, claiming she was invited to a party at Chris Bounds' house in 2017, where he supplied cocaine, molly, and weed. She says an unnamed female friend of Chris's forced her and a few other women into a bedroom and blocked the door with a couch. She says her phone had been taken away earlier in the night, and Brown's friend forced women to hook up with Chris and another man named Lowell Grissom. Uh, she says she tried to leave, but Chris's female friend grabbed her by the throat and forced her to perform oral sex on that other friend. Mm. And then um, the female friend, then then the other oral sex allegations happened. Um, the Jane Doe says that she went to the restroom and saw her face was covered in blood. And she says that while she was showering, the Chris Brown's friend, Lowell Grissom, entered the restroom. She tried to leave, but he pushed her on the bed and raped her. I mean, it's a terrible, terrible story and a terrible case. Again, Gloria Allred representing this woman who has not been named and saying that this is one of the most horrific sexual assault cases she has ever seen. She said she went, this woman says she went to a rape treatment center and reported it to police. Chris Brown and this other Grissom guys, people have not said anything about this. Oh. There's nothing I you don't I'm not you don't have to say anything yeah, about it. Thank you. I just presented what it is. This is the news. I'm mm-hmm. telling you what it is. Yeah. There's certainly no opinion to be had he on used it because to have that story is horrible. Wild parties at that house. It's horrible. In in the hills and in yeah. the LA hills and people would complain and a lot went down there. Remember? Yeah. A and this lot is February went down. 2017 is when she oh, saying this happened. Oh, this is this happened. recent. So this is recent. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean a little over a year ago. Mhm. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, terrible, terrible. Okay, let's move on to okay, some other Okay, that news. was fun. I know, that was I feel ishy and dirty. No, so All right, give us gonna, something. Oh, I'll give you some other stuff. Oh, this is really cute. Princess Charlotte turned three. You know, she is Prince George's little sister, and she's got her new baby brother, Prince Louis, and the story is that she spent her... Um, birthday. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And was just treated like a little queen and that she is absolutely so in love with Prince Louis that she will not leave the baby's side. Okay, that's oh, cute. cute. That is so Did cute. Did you experience this with Beatrice? Bernadette or Bernadette? I would love a Beatrice. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but Bernadette, the, Beatrice the older and child loving the younger child. I mean, you guys, my Bernie calls her baby brother um, Wuddy Boy because we call him Buddy Boy, and sometimes she calls him Wuddy Boy. Oh, and she says, "Where's Wuddy Boy?" And the first thing in the morning when Bernie gets to see Franklin and he gets to see her. The joy in their faces and seeing each other is like the sweetest thing ever. They're oh, in love yeah. with each other. That's they what just it, absolutely yeah. my, love each other. My older one, because they were 15 months apart. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he would want to hold them. But the littler one was bigger than the older one. <laughs> and it was just, I have the cutest pictures of those yeah, two. My I nephews think, are in love with each yeah, other right now. It's so, so cute. That yeah. sibling dynamic is mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. adorable. It's the cutest. I'm showing the girls a picture of Charlotte kissing the little baby Louie. That official baby Louie picture. Yeah, and it's just very, very cute. So anyway, Aww. she turned three and she will not leave little Louie's side. Oh, that's adorable. I know. I think it's really sweet. Isla Fisher has a cure for writer's block. You know what it is? It's croissants. <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> That's what she said. She said um, writing is actually not a solitary thing for her. She's never completely alone. What is she writing? She is um, writing a book. Oh, she writes children's yeah. books. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's these. That's it's right. the margin charge book. It's the second one that yeah, she's, she, she's it's working a children's on. She's talking book, about. Right? Yep, yeah. it's a children's book. She's married to Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, she was in that Shop Girls Confessions of a Shop Girl movie, which I love. Oh, Shopaholic. I know. Shopaholic. I loved her. Oh, I love her. And she's charming. She's going to do a movie called um, so the movie Tag, a movie called Beach Bum with Matthew McConaughey. She's working on next, oh. and she says I'm also thinking of writing a series for young adults instead of early readers, which Marge is for. Oh, I think writing um, young adult fiction would be so fun. I mean, I remember as a kid when I was so obsessed with Sweet Valley Twins and Sweet Valley High. Yes. I mean, ob. Did you get in the Babysitter's Club? Fear Street, Goosebumps. Were you ever into those? I, I'm I was too old for those. I wasn't into those. I was Nancy Drew ring a bell <laughs> with you Drew, guys. I read oh. nonstop Nancy Drew. I also read nonstop The Boxcar Children. Did you ever yes, read those? Yes, I did. And so did my kids. Are you, are you an Elizabeth Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Who was that gal again? Um... You know, oh, yeah, I love that one. Uh, yeah, you know her. Judy Bloom. Judy, Judy Bloom. Bloom. I was always an Elizabeth, not a Jessica. I mean, naturally. Of because course, because I am Elizabeth. Yes. And they were perfectly 5'6", and they wore their little size 6, and they drove their little red Fiat. Yes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> this is the thing. That's yeah. so cute. Why, and, are the, why aren't Sweet Valley High? Why isn't Sweet Valley High being made into a TV series, Holly? I, I don't even know what Sweet oh, Valley High is. I gotta it look it up. It was like my generation. Here was the last hot tip on Sweet Valley High is that Diablo Cody was working <gasps> on a screenplay for yes! Sweet Valley High. Yes! Now that movie is probably caught in development hell because that was a couple years ago. Oh, that'd be so good. I know it would be so good, wouldn't it? Yeah, so if there I don't were these know for twins, Julia. I, Elizabeth Diablo and Jessica. Cody's, it, here, it's right here. Oh. Elizabeth and Jessica and they were these twins and it was all about them in high school and it was you followed them through Sweet Valley Twins when they were in junior high and then Sweet Valley High I was obsessed I yeah, had I the whole to, series I used to play the board game oh my gosh lady oh. you are after <laughs> oh, my you own guys heart are with so talk. cute I know this is how it goes um, Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx never leave a dinner date together I, I'm sick of those two and I'm they will sick never of- show any PDA on their way yeah. out the door they're still Listen. careful about being photographed together why Everyone knows they're dating, but they still want to keep it private. Julia, you do make a good point because at some point, are you just going to say they're being goofy? Who cares? Mm -hmm. We we don't care. 
Well, and you're together. We all know that you're together. You can leave the darn restaurant together and you don't have to say anything to anybody. Right. I don't understand. I I kind of get it if it's like, if you have a policy, if you don't do a red carpet together, like it's work is work and you keep working home separate. That's fine. That policy kind of makes sense to me or you don't talk about each other in interviews. But I feel like going to dinner at a restaurant is not work. It's just going to dinner at a restaurant. And so being so fearful of being photographed it's sounds stupid. so exhausting. It does. And it sounds dumb. It just sounds dumb, dumb, Maybe dumb. it's like a hot thing between them that they like, like the mystery. And they're like, hey, we have to give you the secret. And like, they think the secretive thing is sexy. Julia, what do you think about that? Well, that, I like that angle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hadn't thought about it that way. And I think you're onto something, okay, Elizabeth. See? I think I like where you're going. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Celine Dion's 17-year-old son is an aspiring rapper. Rene. Rene. Yeah. Rene Charles. He's dropped two cover songs and one original song on SoundCloud. I don't know what that is, but I'll pretend I do. Under the name Big Tip. Yeah. We listened to we a little listened bit to of it. it. Uh, How'd it go? It, he sounded like a 17-year-old who uploaded a song from SoundCloud that he recorded in his bedroom. Go, Renee. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're 17 years old. Keep working at the dream. I mean, when your mom is Celine Dion, how are you going to live up to that? Yeah. My heart will go on. Mm-hmm. She'll help you. <laughs> she will help you live up to it. Thanks, friends. Uh-huh. Well, thank you thank so you. much. Kenny, Kenny. Are you going to give me a tease or am I going to just sit here and no, wait for I'm this music say, to run you know, out on You know, own? here's the deal. I am just dying to know what's going out. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. <laughs> I'm shocked. All yeah. right. What do we got? We're going to talk about Big Papa. Who's Big Papa? Ernest Lou? Hemingway? Nope. Notorious <laughs> B.I.G.? Uh-uh. <laughs> Lou Pearlman. Lou, Lou Pearlman. Oh. Who is Lou Pearlman? He is the man behind the success in developing these massive boy bands. Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, O-Town, Aaron Carter, Jordan Knight, etc. So Lou Pearlman was born in Brooklyn, um, New York in 1954. And he was a massive fraudster, ended up running this huge Ponzi scheme, just was a bad dude, but with a really creative mind. He was actually a cousin of Art Garfinkel. So early on, he really always wanted to be, have wealth, just Mm -hmm. great wealth. So he started, he's pretty smart. He, um, in the late 70s, he launched, um, actually in college, he went to Queens College and he wrote a business plan for a class project based on the idea of a helicopter taxi service in New York, in New York City. By the late 70s, he launched the business based on his business plan, starting with one helicopter, and he persuaded a German um, investor, Willenkamper, to train him on blimps. He was upset obsessed with blimps okay he wanted to learn how to fly a blimp he did i mean you know we all have dreams donnie right right so he went over to the blimp facilities in germany and started learning about these airships Mm -hmm. when he returned to the u.s he formed airship enterprise limited which leased blimps to jordash remember the jordash bram the jeans Uh uh-huh before actually owning one Hmm. he used the funds from jordash to construct a blimp which promptly crashed. Dope. Yeah, went over like the Hindenburg, yep. I'm sure. Yep, the two parties mm-hmm. sued each other. About seven years later, he was awarded $2.5 million dam- da- worth of damages. 
He went on to start a new company, Airship International. Taking it public, he raised $3 million he needed to purchase a blimp, claiming falsely when he was trying to raise the capital that he had a partnership with Woolen Kemper. He leased the blimp to McDonald's for advertising. <laughs> he relocated his Airship International to Orlando in the early 90s, where he signed MetLife. Remember how you see the MetLife blimp and oh, everything? Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. And SeaWorld as clients for his blimp. Airship International suffered when one of its clients left and three of the, the blimps crashed. I mean, you would think you would get the hint <laughs> yeah. by the time so, the second time around. Hindenburg. You're right. Oh. So he is in Orlando and he decided to move on from the blimps to the entertainment industry. Uh, why not? Crowman became fascinated with the success of New Kids on the Block who had made hundreds of million dollars in a record touring merchandise sales. So he started Transcontinental Records with the intent of mimicking the boy band formula Mm -hmm. and business model. His first label, Backstreet Boys, consisted of five unknown performers selected by Perlman in a $3 million talent search. The the management duties were assigned to a former New Kids on the Block manager, Johnny Wright, and his wife, Donna. The Backstreet Boy became a best-selling boy band of all time, of all time with record sales of $130 million. Yeah. And Perlman and the Wrights then repeated this formula almost exactly with the band In Sync, which sold over seventy million dollars globally. Oh yeah, you were either Backstreet Boys or you were In Sync. Yep. Yeah. With the two major successes under his belt, he became a music mogul. Other boy bands managed by him were O Town, and that oh. was created O-Town. created during the NBC MTV reality TV series The Making of a Band. And LFO, take oh. five, blah, 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 blah. Take five. And a, in a girl group, Innocence, with Britney Spears in the very beginning as a short-term member. Mm, okay? I do not remember them. No. Right. So co-managed with Lynn Harless, who is the mother of Justin Timberlake. So transcontinental label got Aaron Carter, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so they had the best of the best they of the did. teen pop stars mm-hmm. back in the late 90s. They did. But what the boy bands were realizing is that they were making no money. They were doing millions and millions and millions of tours, always on the road, doing albums, Mm -hmm. everything, but taking home nothing. Playing all the malls. And Lou Pearlman was just sucking them dry and taking all the money. So all the musical acts, except for one, which no one knows of, who worked with Pearlman, sued him in federal court for misrepresentation and fraud. All cases have either been won by those who had brought a lawsuit or have been settled out of court. All cases ended with a confidentiality agreement, meaning none of the parties were allowed to discuss his practices. Mm -hmm. The members of the Backstreet Boys were the first to follow, feeling their contract under which Perlman collected as the boy, he collected as both manager and producer. And he was also paid as a sixth member of the Backstreet Boy band. <laughs> so he got one sixth of the income uh, for the band. And nobody the likes band. Lou. He's the hey. least favorite Backstreet Boy. The band's boy. dissatisfaction began when Brian Literal hired a lawyer to determine why they only received $300,000 for all of their work. Oh. While Perman and his rec- record company had made millions. Fellow boy band in sync was having similar issues. And his members soon followed in suit. Mm-hmm. At the age of 14, Aaron Carter followed a lawsuit in 2002 and accused him of the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So what happened is 
They all sued him. They all left him. Um, they the record label was furious with him, but they all went on their own. And the InSync album, No Strings Attached, mm-hmm. with them looking like they're all puppets. Yes, bye was, bye bye. Yep, yeah. was their first album without him. Oh, oh. that was the best yes, one. It was. So he. Lou Perlman kept doing all these other bad things. So once that went, that was going down bad. He started, um, he started a fashion rock line. He had a Ponzi scheme going on. But by 2006, investigators discovered he had perpetuated a long-running Ponzi scheme that defrauded investors out of more than $300 million for more than 20 years. And he had falsified Mm -hmm. federal um, deposit insurance corporation, AIG, Lloyds of London documents to win investors confidence, blah, 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 blah. 2007, he was uh, busted, busted, busted. And um, gosh, what was he sentenced to? 25 years in jail. Mm -hmm. He died in jail. Um, He had a heart attack. And died in jail in what, 2009 or something? When did he die? When did, oh, t- actually, just in 2016 from cardiac arrest. Yes. Mm-hmm. But this guy was so de- dirty. He also has some other things that he might have done that are really bad. But yeah, and, this and, was the, you know, interesting enough when you, when you mentioned that the bands settled with Lou Pearlman out of court, one of the things that they did when they settled is sign confidentiality agreements. And when you're alluding to some of the bad things that Lou Pearlman may or may not did mm-hmm. to uh, some people, uh, I don't know if we'll ever know those full stories because I don't know what those confidentiality agreements are. But Lou Perlman was a nasty, nasty, nasty mm-hmm. human being. Mm-hmm. Here's what Connie, um, one of Lou, Lou Perlman's, who she thought was a, a dear friend of uh-huh. Lou's, said at the sentencing, she referred to him as a family and a friend. Um they invested their life savings. This reminds me of Bernie Madoff. Yeah. yeah. With Perlman's fake investment program are now living on Social Security only. They are two of the hundreds of victims who've had their savings squandered. To Lou Perlman's in life, it was a stage. How do you put on a good show? Spoke with dozens of investors um, outside the sentencing hearing and said he was likable, charming, and seemingly generous. They never expected him to do what he did. But it's... It's just kind of, it just kind of, yeah, I was going to say, it's always the wolf in sheep's clothing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that was just our vintage scandal, Mr. Lou Perlman. Lou Perlman. Yep. And he started all those bands, those Mm. boy bands. So this just came up because NSYNC was just got their, um, uh, Hollywood star uh, on the star. Walk of Fame. Thank you, Donnie. And they did. Last week. And there's a new documentary on Lou Perlman That's on YouTube Red called The Lou Perlman Project. And It's not out yet. No, it's not out, but it's- Lance Bass of InSync is executive producing yep. this project. So we shall see what is revealed in this documentary. Yeah, in, in what Lance Bass said is, I've always wanted to tell the story of the rise and fall of him. I thought I knew most of the story since he had a front row seat. He was fascinated to learn so much o- uh, else in the eyes of other artists. So people who will be weighing in are like Backstreet Boys, AJ McLean, InSync's Jay-Z, Shara, Anyway, a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Interesting to watch. I know. We'll guys. be watching this one for sure. I know. So that is Mr. Lou Perlman. When we come back, we've got favorite headlines and the rest of the stories we have. Welcome back, everybody. Get up. I like that song. Get up. That's kind of one that gets you up and going. All right. So, um, cheers. 
Okay. Yeah, some food. Come pie. Yeah, all those good things. Okay. Oh, uh, why? That, that's called. Um, I forgot to do a favorite headline today. Oh, <laughs> so I'm just yeah. saying, cheers, and everyone have a fantastic evening. Okay, so. Uh, J-Lo was on um, NBC this morning for several different reasons on several different shows. She's got things to but plug on NBC. here she is. Uh, the ladies, uh, Savannah and Hoda, asked her about going to the Met Gala. I mean, is that just the craziest event? Like, what happens once you're inside? It's, it's just nuts. like yeah. Celebrityville. It's a lot of walking. It's yeah. a lot of really? wa- it's a lot of lines. It's like oh. they have everything like kind of structured. Did you know this? Have you ever uh-uh, been? No, we have not been invited. We have not been invited. Unless you take us as your date. I'll, t- I'll take you next time. But Wait, it's just you know. It, first of all, it's a great night. Yeah. It's super glamorous. It's like sin- being Cinderella yeah. for a night. You know, you get to dress up in these beautiful gowns. Everybody's trying to like you know be their best and outdo each other fashion wise. It's, it's really kind we of fun. A, we did a poll um, at ten on our favorite dresses, and your dress won. <gasps> really? Uh, yeah, we did. We did one of those Twitter polls, and yours yours hit it. When you were looking around, were you what other dress did you admire and say, "Ooh, I I love." I mean, hers. there was so many yeah. outrageous things going on uh, that night. Let me let me think. You know, Juliet mm. Binoche, who mm. probably didn't get mentioned yeah. in person, was gorgeous. so gorgeous. It was a beautiful I kind of. I have not seen gold. that. Yeah. You know, and it went really with the theme because it kind of reminded yes. you of the Virgin Mary or yeah. something, but not really because uh-huh. it was gold and amazing. Yeah, I've seen somebody took a selfie. I think Jennifer Lopez took a selfie oh, with Juliet Binoche, it. and it's very erythral. Yeah, I don't like it at all. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. But she had um, Jennifer Lopez. Her hair was slicked back. She had a dark, smoky, beautiful eye on, and she had a balmine. Uh, dress on with a big cross. She at the always, Met Gala, yeah, and she had a bob. Yeah, it was very short, right, right to her shoulders. She's amazing. Well, of course, she's, she's amazing. Always she's looks gorgeous. the best. She is. Okay, so uh, now we're gonna hear a little bit about, um, you know, World of Dance. When is that uh, coming out? Is that tonight? I don't know when that is. I'll look that wh- up. Which which one? Let's do number a, three. No, let's do number two. Right? Number, so, number two. four, Donnie. I'm number sorry, four. I've got it all fixed. <laughs> Okay. No. Number yeah. four. Yep. All right, that's Billboard. Shades of Blue. Yes. And you're wrapping oh, up. Oh, wait a minute. That's, you want that's Shades it, of Blue? Yeah. yeah. It's such a heartbreak. It's oh. so like... But this was your choice. Yes. It's mixed emotions with it because yeah. I really haven't done a character that I've stayed with for three years like that mm-hmm. in the longest time. You know, yeah. I started in television way when I was way young. Yeah. Um, but this is the first time I've done that. And this, this Harley Santos really became a part of me for three mm-hmm. years. Yeah. And to let it go and move on to do other things. And we have so many projects we put on hold during those three yeah. years. Yeah. Every time we were like, should we renew another season? Should we renew another season? And NBC was into it. And they were like, yes, we want to do one more and I was just like you know what I can't I, I have to go do some other things it's yeah. almost like when I was doing Idol and it was like I have to go tour I have yeah. to go you yeah. know when it's time you know, to you move. listen to your inner yeah. your gut and yeah. so I'm, I'm done with Vegas this year I'm done with Shades this year and, and, and moving on to a bunch of new projects that we have lined up over the next two years and I'm really excited about wow. honest Pete I've had to put so many things on hold while I was doing my own I'm s- drama. I'm yeah. such a busy woman. Busy, busy. I, I, no, I but put all my projects on hold while can I was you doing imagine- my other projects on top of other projects. But she's so talented. She can sing. Well, she, she can, can dance. Do. She, she can, can act. act. She's yeah. in TV. She's in movies. She owns companies. She's yeah. a mom. How do you like her the best, Julia? What is What's your favorite? What's my favorite? J-Lo? J-Lo. Jenny on the Black? Jenny, yeah. Well, you know what? Lori loved... Shades of Blue. I never. She re- did. I never watched it. Lori really loved that no, Haley character. She either. really did. Yeah, so, I didn't really get into it. Um, 
But do you like dancing Jennifer Lopez, acting Jennifer Lopez, singing Jennifer Lopez? Which iteration of J-Lo is your favorite? I don't care. I think just like them all. I do. I mean, I think she's, I didn't watch Shades of Blues, so that's not my gig. I watched World of Dance last year. We had that great gal from Minnesota who was in on it. Oh, that's right. Um, I want to call her, I can't remember her name. No. I'm going to look it up though, because I feel bad that we are not mentioning her name. She's from right here. And um, she's good at all of it. You know, I like some of the old music. She's not the greatest singer. But she's got, I saw her concert. I mean, I wouldn't go see her in Vegas because she's not my, I'd rather go see something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to invest the time and the money. I would. I would. Okay. So here she is talking about World of Dance because this really, last year we were excited about it. Yeah. Did you like see yourself in her? I I'm do, the, I do. I see myself in all the young, like little girl dancers. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, with their big dreams, hopes, and like working so hard and so disciplined and trying to get better every day. It's and just putting themselves out there. It takes a lot of bravery and courage too, like to stand up there and do that. And it's just, well, it's just awesome to see. You're a praiser, and I know that you like to see the best part. Yeah. But is it tough sometimes? Because sometimes you have to kind of be the meanie a little. You have to be honest. Yeah, you know, some and and that's. Sometimes that's harsh. Yeah. It can be harsh, but I don't know. I've gotten better with it over the years to kind of just go. You know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, but I'm I don't want to be harsh. You yeah. don't want to be. You no. don't want to destroy anything. I'm not trying anything. to destroy anybody's life. Yeah. yeah. She said this to me, and I was never the same. <laughs> yeah. But then the younger they are, too, the harder it is to say, "Honey, yes. maybe this isn't the no, best no, room." They to- cry. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah. I can't. I they start crying, and also they come with so much charged emotion, even to just do the routine. Yeah. So at the end of the routine, when they're done, they start crying. Yeah, you know, and it's like, oh, my God, I know. I'm sorry I have to tell you that was no. And it was last year. It was Eva Igo. Yes. It was the final. She was amazing. Yes. And it was Les Twins. They won. And Swing Latino. Um, I like watching this. It's got Derek Hoff as a judge. Nilo is a judge. And host Jenna Dewan Tatum. Jenna Dewan now. I was going to say, Julia. I, she hasn't sent out a formal name change to Oh, she hasn't? Danny. I got She's my done. <laughs> I, I don't have a formal name change, you know, so I'm not going to, I'm just going to call her that All right, fine. for now. Yeah. But so when she was doing her interview this morning, Melissa McCarthy was up next because she's got her movie coming out this weekend. We'll talk about that tomorrow. So she's coming out next and she kind of got on the stage, came on the stage when they were with her mm-hmm. and, um, She's talking to them and says and starts dancing. She goes, this woman, J-Lo goes, can dance about Melissa McCarthy. And she goes, are you kidding me? <laughs> so apparently at Ellen DeGeneres 60th birthday party that everyone else went to. Uh, everyone's um, so fabulous. She yeah. was dancing. Melissa McCarthy just feels like when she's dancing and seeing Jennifer Lopez dance, she feels like she's looking in the mirror. Yes. And thinks she's a great dancer, <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah. So can you just see her? But yeah. she's a good dancer. And so she just is like, out of the way, out of the way. J-Lo come through. J-Lo come through. And she's dancing just in the party. And I, can you imagine dancing with J-Lo, though? Uh, no. Yeah, wow. Actually, no, I cannot, Julia. Wow. I cannot imagine whatsoever. But there was so much joy in those two women talking about how fun it is. I mean, it's dancing with... It's just so fun. And they yeah. were really sweet. And it, like, like to do the lawnmower. Yeah. And oh, the sprite, the so here's the one, here's the, the one dance. Man, great at all those steps, <laughs> no, Julia. Here's, all of them. Here's the one dance that um, they said um, that they won't... Okay, I had to look it up on YouTube. 
it was. Are they doing the hand thing that goes back and forth? It's, it's the no, guy it's the hand show. thing, and it's called the overbite, underbite, white man they dance. Would do something, the snap. They do something with her shoulders. Yeah, she was doing. It's like the underbite or something. Know, yeah, it's just you look like you're shoveling right now. I, I don't know what you're doing. But there's Julia. the name of the dance, the underbite. It's <laughs> underbite. called. There's a gif about it, or a gif, or a gify, or a gif. gif. Um, Someone knows what I'm talking about. I, they did. She demonstrated it sitting yeah. down, and she was sort of like rolling her shoulders yeah. from you know left to right, back Is it, and it's forth. Something it's, I it's don't called, know. It's called the overbite dance. The yeah. overbite dance. Oh, and oh. it's like yeah, it's the overbite when like just guys just wiggle yeah. their upper body. Or something. It's like when your dad dances in front right. of all your friends and you get really embarrassed. Yeah, they said, "Is there one you don't want to do?" Yeah, the overbite, and I'm like, "What is the overbite? I've never heard of the overbite." Oh. Anyway, got a Facebook live. It's you called the White that, Man Overbite. Oh, Anywho, thanks oh. everyone for do hanging out with us today. Remember, you can download our app, and you can do- 